the humanities and social sciences. Welcome to another episode of Oh the Humanities and Social Sciences, the hashtag hashchat podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by Jay Dunn once again, who is going to be talking about legal studies. Welcome to another episode uh, of the podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by a repeat guest, Jay Dunn. Welcome back. Thank you. It's great to be back. Well, look, um, uh, if people uh, are listening to you for the very first time, I highly recommend going back uh, in the podcast catalogue and checking out the uh, first episode with you. Um, So in 25 words or less, can you just give people a recap of who you are? Yep. So I'm a uh, social science teacher in northern Sydney. I teach at Epping Boys High School. I have a uh, love of geography and I also teach uh, senior legal studies. All right. So look, Legal studies is what I want to sort of focus on for this episode here. Um, very, very, uh, I wouldn't say niche, but very, uh, very um, uh, narrow sort of uh, focus in some schools because some cl- some schools only get one class and it's a very, very small class. Um, however, I have heard of some schools having three or four classes worth of it. Yeah, look, we... Um, uh, my previous school I taught in Southwest Sydney, I was the only legal studies teacher and there was only ever one class and it was sort of averaged anywhere between sort of 15 and 20 students. Um, At Epping we generally get two full classes every year and uh, they almost always stay on through the HSE course. We have very little sort of dropout rate in between year 11 and 12. Um, we've We've never really had the discussion about a third class but it's always two two full classes. Okay, so look, legal studies, as I said, it, it's a very, uh, very um, sort of narrow sort of field because not a lot of students uh, generally tend to see it as um, something that can that can get them um, a job or get them far in the world unless they're looking at doing something to do with law at university. Um, that that's the perception I get from a lot of my students. Um, I teach business studies, and a lot of them do legal as well as business. So when I chat to them, they say, "Well, look, I want to do something to do with law at university." Not a lot of students who do legal intend to do uh, something, you know, outside of law later on. Is that the sort of same sort of uh, theme you find as well? Um, look, I I have a little bit of a joke with my colleagues and I say there are two types of students who pick legal studies. There's the ones that want to make a difference in the world and think that maybe something being like a lawyer or a humanitarian or working in international relations or something um, is a way to make a difference. So there's ones that are going to to be the change in the world. And then there are the ones who think they're going to need the legal system at some point in their life. And so, they, <laughs> like, no, truly, and, and they tend to pick it because they think it'll be something that's useful to them. Um, it's interesting because a lot of, at the beginning of year 11, I always survey the students to sort of say, why have you picked this subject? And a lot of them say, oh, because it just looked interesting. And then sort of the next follow-on question will be, well, do you have an interest in a career in law? And most of them will say, well, no. And then you sort of look and you think, oh, okay, it's weird. But often by the end of them, you sort of get about a 20, 30% that sort of say, actually, I've really enjoyed this subject. And now it's something that I would seriously consider um, at very least as something that complements my business or my commerce degree that I have always planned to do. So you do sort of get them thinking by the end of it that it could be something that is interesting to them at uni. Yeah. And now look, um, legal studies is, is quite a difficult subject, um, I'm assuming. A, a lot of the legal studies teachers I speak to 
Uh, they're using words. They're throwing things around that I've got no idea what they're talking about. Um, I mean, I'm I'm just a you know I'm just a poor business studies teacher. I don't know anything about legal studies. Um, is 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 it really as hard as as it seems? Yeah, look, I think um, students get particularly scared by things like having to learn the names of legislations and dates and and things like that. Um, but I sort of look at it a little bit differently, and maybe it's because I come from a, a, a more sort of broader social science background than a, than a law degree. But I sort of see like the law as a as the big picture. Like the, we don't realise, and the students obviously often don't realise that law is just something that operates within our society to protect and to sort of guide us. And I think that if they sort of uh, can can understand that it, it it's almost like a set of a set of rules, a set of enforceable rules um, that keep our society functioning, um, it tends to become a little bit less scary. And maybe uh, okay, sort of start year eleven by sort of pointing out all the different bits and pieces of the law that sort of do govern behaviour, and they sort of don't see it as something that's uh, the the aim is to sort of make them see that it's not something that's particularly daunting that it has it has a place in our a very very important place in our society and the the whole of legal studies is not not necessarily law as we know it as they sort of think it is at uni but it's rather sort of looking at our law uh, like within the Australian law within the international law system what its role is and how well it works and where it could be improved. And I think if you kind of drill, well, I certainly try to drill into my students as early as possible, that that's, that's the premise of the subject, to have a look at the operation and to, to realise that it is very important within our society and where it can improve to make sure that our society is the best version it can be, it suddenly becomes a little bit less about just learning cases and legislation and more about, the, I guess, what I like to call the big picture, um, and that that sort of helps them, and they tend to find it a little bit less daunting. Okay, now, I know you just mentioned, um, you know, it's it's uh, look at it as a big picture as opposed to just learning the cases and legislation. However, uh, obviously, the cases and legislation are a very big part of it, and it's very evaluative in terms of not just looking at what is the case, but then evaluate the the impact it has on 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 society and and, and our landscape. Yeah. Um, how, how can how can you offer any any practical tips for um, for teachers and students in terms of tackling case studies and being evaluative? Yep. Um, well, a couple couple of different things I do for my, my students. Um, my first one, I poster everything. So everything's um, on the wall in the classroom at all times. So within the legal, within the legal study syllabus, there's both the themes and challenges and there's also the effectiveness criteria of those sorts of terms and ways that you need to look to see whether or not something's working. So those two very important concepts are plastered on the wall of the classroom and it's language and terminology that I continually use. And if we're having a discussion in class, I sort of say, you know, things like, oh, which theme and challenge does this refer to? And we all sort of look at the wall or which effectiveness criteria does this look at? And we all just sort of look at the wall. So that's the first one. Um, in terms of like uh, the students actually preparing themselves, um, I'm a bit of a visual learner and, and so are a lot of the boys that I teach. So I get them to tabulate everything. So um, it doesn't become a whole series of weird dot points. It, it's actually compartmentalised against certain criteria of the syllabus. So um, something like our um, HSC core, which is crime, 
Um, it's actually very sequential, the syllabus. It starts off with this idea of committing the crime and then how it's investigated and what happens at the trial and what happens at the sentencing. So it's I think it's very important for students to understand that chronological order and to have it, we have it in a table and they each have um, a document, a, a Google document that they then share with me. So they have their syllabus um, in that particular document. And then it's got a couple of different columns within the table. So it's um, here is this sort of, you know, something like here is this concept in my own words. Um, here is how I could use it in a particular subject, uh, in a particular question. Um, here is a piece of legislation that relates to this part of the syllabus. And I actually encourage the students to find their own cases. Um, and we use things like New South Wales case law, um, and even the media is a good one as well because they love to report crime. And then the, the the last column is, and here is a case study that I have found for that particular syllabus dot point. Um, it becomes a running document that obviously the boys have shared with me and I check in um, once a fortnight to make sure that they are up to date for where we are in the syllabus. And if they're not, they they know that if when they arrive on Monday morning or Tuesday morning, whenever their class is, they're going to get a bit of a... Um, bit of a verbal sort of uh, situation. And so it's best that they just have the document up to date. Um, it also allows me to make sure that they're on track with keeping their notes and that they don't suddenly start making notes three days before the, uh, the half yearly, for example. Um, uh, what else? Um, yeah, also, yep. Yeah. yeah, no, sorry, um, keep going. No, no, I was just going to say... Um, the importance of, of knowing that there are, because the, the, I say to the boys, like, there's only so many, many ways to skin a cat. And most of the questions uh, for legal studies relates to this idea of evaluating or whether or not the law works properly. Um, the reality is they phrase the question in multiple different ways and things like to what extent or evaluate the effectiveness of or whatever it may be. But the reality is they're asking the same question just in multiple different ways. And so it's important to be able to sort of uh, understand what a certain principle of the of the legal system does, uh, what its role is, whether or not it works, having something to support the judgment that the student has made, and then having things like your, your legislation or your case study um, documents or your media examples to then support that. Um, do, do you use any, I'm not sure if they're too old or if, you know, in commerce or they do love uh, when you do the law units, uh, they love doing things like, uh, you know, mock trials, that sort of stuff. Do you do any of that sort of stuff in, in, by stage six or is that sort of out the window by that by that time? Um, yep. So there is a section in the year 11, um, the year 11 course, which is the role of uh, the courts and the parliament. And so I tend to have a, a mock situation within the classroom, within that lesson. I'm very, very lucky that I get 75 minute lessons at my school. So there's a lot of time to sort of do um, things like that. Um, in addition to that, we participate in the New South Wales Law Society mock trial every year, um, and that's a big hit for, for our students. Often we have a team of uh, 15 or 20 who come along to the training, and we train them um, how to participate in that particular um, extracurricular activity, and then from then we sort of rotate the, um, the team to give as many many students a go, and even if they don't participate in the um, in the particular trial, they are um, often in our audience. So it's this idea to be able to put some of the skills that they've learned in class um, to good use. I know the, um, what is it, the law society, not the law society, the rule of law does a great excursion um, to the district court or the Downing Centre in the city um, as well that gets to show 
students um, what happens um, within the, the real court system. So I think all of those sorts of things are, are particularly important. But I actually find, maybe because I teach boys, I'm not sure, but they um, they like to be in the role. Watching somebody else in the role is a lot less exciting than pretending that they are a lawyer, for example, or a parliamentarian. Yeah, and, and look... Um... I know. I know that uh, if people were listening in the in the last episode you were on, uh, they know that you're the enrichment coordinator as well. Um, how are you extending the, these boys as well in eleven and twelve for legal studies? I mean, I'm, I'm, I know that the the syllabus is is quite sort of um, descriptive in terms of what you need to do. Uh, there's only a certain amount of time you have before you got to get them ready for the trial in the HSC. How, how are you enriching the boys as well? Um. Well, oh, it's a good question. Um, well, other than the mock trial, um, once we sort of get into year 12, I think it becomes a little bit more difficult to sort of, I mean, time time pressure sort of has you, I don't know, uh, focus on the syllabus points more so than than anything else. Um, it also depends quite quite a bit on the cohort. Um, going into this year's year 12, uh, my 2020 year 12 class, I do have a handful of students who you can tell just, absolutely love the subject, love the subject before they even stepped in the room um, and have every intention of doing something in the field, maybe not necessarily becoming a lawyer, but certainly something within the field when they leave school. Um, And I actually tend to have sort of extra time with them, like they're encouraged to come and spend a lunchtime or something and and bring a case along and and have a bit of a chat about about the, the case. I think that sort of being able to hear things in the media um, that may be sensationalised or stereotyped or something like that, and then sort of being able to kind of sit down and have a look at things like the case law documentation, have a look and sort of see what really happened and what the judge or the magistrate really said and what the you know the, the prosecution really did um, is something that's that's quite important. So I guess for those kids with a little bit more interest in the subject, that's something that I do going into Year 12. Okay, and look, uh, finally, um, sort of final question, uh, I, I know legal studies is very, very heavy on writing, uh, much like business studies, much like a lot of the, the humanities um, and social science subjects in schools. Um, in the lead-up to the trials and lead-up to the HSC, any, any tips you can provide to students on how to, um, I wouldn't say perfect, but how to, how to refine their writing in the lead-up for their exams? Yep. Um, I've got a couple of different strategies I use. I mean, I mentioned earlier about this idea of the the syllabus being in sequence. Um, I personally, when I mark uh, HSE um, essays, I look for the that what the the marking criteria says is extensive knowledge, and I sort of understand extensive knowledge to be someone who clearly understands the syllabus, understands the processes within the syllabus, and understands the order in which, as I mentioned, to, to use crime again. To, um, the way that the sequence follows. So I make sure that students have an understanding of that. Um, I also focus on um, the importance of international law because I think that that's something that's often overlooked in um, the long responses for I do crime, um, I do family as a depth study, I often do world order or I do shelter, it depends um, on the particular cohort, um, which which one I pick. But um there seems to be a focus on the Australian legal system and uh, and its operations, but I mean a lot of our course also focuses on um, international law and how international law and expectations and behaviours actually uh, give context to our domestic law. So that's something that I always get the boys to focus on um, as a bit of a point of difference to sort of be able to show the marker 
for the HSC that they have an understanding of where all the different bits and pieces fit together on an international and on a domestic um, perspective. And then the last one I um, highlight, which I think is really just basic common sense I because a lot of the boys that I teach are very sporty and I say you know how do you kick the soccer goal how do you make sure it goes in the goal and they say to me oh well I practice and I said well uh, this treat this as a sport you know you've got to practice writing that essay you've got to write it over and over again you've got to change the the question and and, and just practice and hand it in and get feedback and then go again um, using things like we use teal at Epping, and it's particularly good for legal studies, you know, or Peel, uh, make your point, explain your point, um, support your point with your evidence, with your statistics, with your data, with your legislation, with your case studies, with your media example, um, and then link it back to the question. And I start that at the very beginning of year 11. We, we start that Teal paragraph writing from the very beginning of year 11, but just write as many practice essays as your teacher is willing to mark because practice makes perfect. Well, look, uh, Jay, thank you very, very much for giving up your time um, again to appear on the podcast. I know the, the listeners are really appreciative and legal studies uh, teachers and students will be very, very appreciative for your time on this podcast. Thank you very much. It is my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening. To continue the conversation, find us on Twitter at hashtag HouseChat. This podcast is part of the Australian Educators Online Network. AEON.net.au